Big G and Maddie on Big G Country. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Big G and Maddie. Well, we're going to have a fun show uh, today. We've got some special guests. We're going to do a review of the last year. It, it's been a year? A year, yeah, since uh, we went on the air. Yeah. Okay. Joining us today, we've got, well, we're going to keep it in the family with the Abrams are here and the Hunter Brothers uh, as well from out west. And you've got a couple of special guests as well. How about Gord Bamford and Wayne Rudstead? They're going to drop by as well. And, you know, we're just going to take clips out of interviews that we did in the past year with that. Plus... We've got a cuckoo criminal, and today's program is proudly presented by our good friends at Rita Wakers Family Campgrounds. Rita Wakers is the place to be. It's that time of year, spring, time to plan your summer vacations and weekend fun. Why not book now for your summer camping and RVing at Rita Wakers Family Campground, Eastern Ontario's full-service camping facility, located on a UNESCO World Heritage Site known as the Rideau Canal, on a series of lakes joined by lock systems that links Kingston to Canada's capital city, Ottawa. Rita Wakers is only 10 minutes from downtown historic Kingston. Here's what Rita Wakers has to offer you and your family when you visit. The spacious pull-through campsites, trailers and motorhomes. The swimming pools staffed with lifeguards. A beautiful beach to enjoy for a relaxing afternoon of fun and family. Excellent fishing on Colonel By Lake. A boat docking facility for your fishing or pleasure craft. Boats, canoes and kayaks available for rent. A beautiful banquet hall for weddings or meetings to fit any occasion. 136 acres of outdoor adventure. Hiking, biking, playground, swimming, fishing, horseshoes, basketball, and so much more. Make Rita Wakers your camping destination this year. You better book now. We're filling up fast. Visit RitaWakers.com or call 613-546-2711. Rita Wakers is the place to be. Come on out, you'll see at the gated community. Well, over the past year, we've had the pleasure of interviewing some of our very favorite country artists that we've had in our radio studio. And, uh, Maddie, who are we going to start off with today? Well, these two young men have been with us from the get-go, as you know, Biggie. And I remember watching these guys when they were just little at the Grand Theater in Kingston. First time I'd uh, ever seen them. And, wow, blew me away. Incredibly talented. And we're proud to have them on the show today, the Abrams. John and James. I think the first time that I met you lads, I'm guessing, John, you were 10 or 11. And James, I know you're two years younger, so that would have made you eight or nine years old. That's exactly it, Gary. It's Is it? totally. Can you believe how long it's been? I mean, it's oh. basically been 20 years of knowing you. And, um, you know, we, I just want us to start off this interview on the right foot and say, Gary, you have been, you know, such a huge champion for James and I ever since we were little kids. You got us in to perform on the radio long before anybody else. You, um, you were spinning songs of ours, you know, uh, on commercial radio long before anybody else was. And so we certainly appreciate, especially coming from Kingston, Gary, that um, we had somebody, you know, in our corner that, that really, you know, helped us out there on, on country radio and helped us feel like we had a, an audience out there listening to us. So thanks, buddy. Um, we've all played together at the same time when we were young. 
And so that's really the reason why John and I play today. And, um, and it's a big part of what makes, uh, you know, the Abrams music what it is. Um, and John, you can add whatever you want to, to that. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty special because we um, had that first generation, our, our great grandparents now, uh, great pop passed away in, in, um, in uh, 91, but great nanny, she uh, lived to be just over a hundred years old, Gary. And uh, we just lost her oh, about two years ago now, uh, but she was still, you know, she, and they, they were touring the 1930s and she was still singing songs with us at family gatherings uh, at a hundred years old, actually at her hundredth birthday, we had it in Carlton place. And, um, and we sang, uh, will the circle be unbroken and amazing grace together, uh, in four part harmony across wow. four generations in uh, wow. a birthday room. And honestly, there was, uh, there was nothing like it, you know, to have, um, an experience like that spanning four generations of country and roots music, uh, all in one place. And at the time we knew that was our last moment doing that with great nanny because she was pretty frail at that point. Um, it was a very emotional moment for James and I, because we, you know, it's one thing to say you connect with your roots, but to connect with your roots four generations deep uh, wow. on this musical level, it, it, there's something sort of intrinsically in a different, almost in a different universe. Well, there they are, the Abrams. Uh, and of course they're now Warner music recording artists here in Canada. Uh, they've been nominated at the CCMA awards. They've been nominated at the CA, uh, CMAO awards. And uh, as you mentioned, extremely talented. And if you get a chance to see the Abrams live, For sure. hopefully when concerts start again, uh, you will have the same opinion we have of uh, how uh, how talented they really are. Nice to have you with us again, boys. And uh, we've got another family that's uh, pretty talented as well. They're called I guess so. Yeah. The Hunter Brothers from out west. <laughs> Join you with me. Take a moment just to take it in. Cause every high and every low led to this. I'm just so glad you exist. I'm just so glad you exist. Nice to see you guys again. And we've got two of the Five famous Hunter brothers. So how are things out west? Well, first of all, you got the best too, so that's good for <laughs> you guys on, uh, on that end. Uh, no, things are pretty good. It's uh, been an abnormally warm winter, and so uh, most of the snow is gone. Uh, we already are gearing up for seeding here on the farm because that's also part of our lives, as you as you know, um, along with the music. And so uh, things are good trying to soak up the last few family days before, uh, you know, or a couple of weeks before it gets really crazy. But, uh, no, we're doing well overall, thanks. You know, we, on our program and here in eastern Ontario, we have always supported the beef farmers. We've supported uh, the dairy uh, farmers. Uh, we promoted, uh, you know, drink Canadian milk, eat local beef. And um, I know uh, now we need to have Western grain uh, you know, come our way as always, and you guys. How how uh, how, how big is the farm there? Now I know you don't talk about acres there, but but uh, how how big is your farm? 
Well, do you want us to give you the uh, answer that dad used to always give growing up? He'd say sometimes too big and sometimes not big enough. Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. Uh, no, on. we uh, we uh, we farm about twenty two thousand acres, and uh, you know, and that's a that's a decent sized farm. It's a grain farm, but there are a lot of us as well. And so, uh, when you divide it up, I guess it's not it's not uh, nearly as big as it seems because we're all doing it together. But uh, yeah, we're fortunate to have the farm, and we sure love doing it. Well, what's uh, yeah, everybody kind of has their their strengths, um, and we. I was just talking with somebody about that this morning. How um, you utilize each other's strengths and and help refine each other because we're definitely we're definitely different. Uh, one builds airplanes, and one likes agronomy, and one likes poetry, and one you know it's just you, you have all sorts of things under the sun here. When we first started performing, Ty wasn't even born yet. Uh, <laughs> we have pictures of uh, performing as a family on stage. There was a little gospel festival that started in our area. Uh, I think the year or two before Ty was born, and we got invited to sing as a as a family group, and we performed, our, you know, prepared our little fifteen minute set, and that's kind of where we got our start. That snowballed into you know this community event and this you know graduation thing and this church thing, in which then grew into you know festivals kind of throughout Western Canada in the summertime, and we'd go away play hockey all winter with our respective junior pro teams come back to the farm, put the crop in the ground, and then we're kind of weekend warriors throughout the summer. Well, it's time in the program for the Cuckoo Criminal, Maddie, and boy, this is a funny one. Oh, for sure. And, uh, well, you know, I hunt, and now that my eyes are fixed, well, they're uh, better. Wait a minute, back up. So is this the excuse for you not ever getting a deer in all the years I've known you? Exactly. That, that now that you've had cataract surgery, you can now see the deer? I hopefully uh, will be able to. <laughs> Come on, it's not that funny. Uh, no, it's very funny. As wow. a matter of fact, folks, here's how funny it is. You see this picture behind me? This is Maddie just going to give a rifle instruction. <laughs> now, is that funny or what? <laughs> My cheeks still hurt. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> before uh, the cataract surgery, I'd go into the woods and the trees would start shaking. But uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens this year. And that's the only thing that shook. Believe me, friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So this cuckoo criminal involves a gun. And a guy who, uh, well, let's put it this way. He tried to shoot a ring off his finger with this gun. Federal prison guard's been charged with shooting his own finger in a drunken attempt to remove his wedding ring during an argument with his wife at their northwestern Pennsylvania home. Okay. Alfredo Malaspini III. 31 years old, told officers he was trying to get rid of his wedding ring and decided to shoot it off. The gunshot badly mangled his finger, but didn't remove the wedding ring. I would have to say here, Maddie, there would be something very wrong with this marriage. Yes. Yeah. Just can't put our finger on it. <laughs> can't now, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, Put what's left of your hands up in the air. You're under arrest. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Unlike Uh, the gun he used, the whole idea was half cocked. Well, there you go, Matty, the cuckoo criminal. I got a question for that guy. How does he give anybody the finger when they cut him off on the road now? (laughs) (laughs) So he's mad at his wife, so he shoots off his wedding finger. Yeah, yeah. He shot finger off instead of the ring. That's got to leave a mark. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> now, speaking of leaving a mark, yeah, check that out. Yeah, right. 
I see that. People mark. ask me, they say, uh, Maddie, what's that scar from? And I say, well, that's from my open heart surgery many years ago. Is that, and that, your, is that your tattoo? Yeah, that's my tattoo because you see all the young people these days, well, older people as well, with tattoos. Mm-hmm. I just say, that's my tattoo only with a better story. Yeah. And I, actually, that's my uh, vein that they took out of my arm and um, yeah. put in my. Uh, they actually took some vein strips out of my leg as well oh. and uh, used it on my heart. Here we go. And we're still here, by the way. That's uh, part of the Zipper Club. That means it's part of the of Zipper Club. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> well, we've got a couple more guests, and uh, they're going to come up here in just a minute right after this word from Lennox Fence. Big G here for Lennox Fence, Eastern Ontario's fencing specialists. For residential, commercial, industrial, or agricultural fencing, one call solves it all. Lennox Fence offers sales, installation, and repairs to any and all fencing. All fencing materials are in stock for cash and carry customers with our professional support. Call for a free estimate at 613-354-3449. Just north of the 401, Lennox Fence is now owned and managed by the Houston Group. Well, we've uh, had these interviews over the past year, and we've uh, been very proud to have some of the greatest Canadian talented people with us in country music and how about gord banford man do you remember the first time we interviewed gord yes i do as a matter of fact it was very very early in the morning and well he looked it he didn't get <laughs> much sleep the night you know, before we uh, that's right he was at about seven o'clock in the morning and you can't get an entertainer to come in on a morning show usually mm-hmm. but gord did he was uh well he was his singles were doing very well out west, but he had never really been exposed to the eastern country music fans. And uh, we're very proud to say that we were one of the first country music radio shows to have Gord on with us. And he's never forgotten that. He's always been a great friend all these years. And that goes back like 15, 16 years ago. So here he is when uh, he stopped by to talk to us earlier this year. And that will be followed by your buddy, Wayne Rostad. Yes, of course, speaking of first, uh, Wayne Rostad was my first employer, really, because he's the one that hired me back in 1970, my first job in radio at CJET in Smith Falls, and what a wonderful man he is, Wayne Rostad, and he'll be uh, up with us in just a few minutes as well. We just did have our golf tournament. It was different. We had to run it over three days, you know, I have so many people, so... uh... We're in recovery mode now, as you know. <laughs> it was a long few days, but, but it was fun. Let's talk music now. Uh, we met several years ago, and uh, it, was, it was wonderful to be part of the country music radio, uh, um, I guess, introduction of Gord Bamford here to the East. And uh, we were very proud to have you, uh, you know, in our show with Big G and Maddie some years ago. And since then, uh, what, eight albums now? Is that correct? Eight albums? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're working on the ninth, but you guys was, it was, I was proud to be a part of your guys' show. You guys are legends down there. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was good to be a part of that. But yeah, well, the ninth album, um, there's a song coming out here next week off that one. And then the album releases in March. And uh, we're excited about it. It's, uh, you know, I think the best music going. I took pretty much all last year off just to record all brand new music. On the road again, the program, that specific program was 23 years, and it was just a, it was a, a, a love affair with Canada and Canadians. It was, I never felt prouder, and I still do, of course, to this day. It made me, the, the, you know, someone who loves this country incredibly, uh, because of the experiences. In 22 years, I never went to work a day in my life. I went to visit neighbors. 
And I mean, I showed up in a town, uh, the last town at the end of the road uh, in northern Alberta, wherever I was, or in Newfoundland on some island where only a fishing community lived where, you know, John Blunt would, would uh, leave the community of British Harbor for the first time in his life at age 22 and, 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 and take a boat to another outport and find himself a wife and bring her back to British Harbor and then raise a family. I mean, such salt and uh, such uh, meat and potatoes stories, so, so everyday family stories. The, the, the success of On the Road Again was the people allowing us into their lives and sharing their joys, their passions, their loves. And it, it was no magical formula, but we stumbled into that magical formula. It was in itself, the simplicity was a magical formula. And people across the country resonated and, and started watching in droves. We have drove, we have uh, uh, um, booked, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, more people were watching Country Report in the 1990s at one point than Peter Mansbridge's The National. The good part about the program too, Wayne, was that, I mean, your your personality fitted fit, fit so well into that type of a show because basically, for those of us who know you well, you're that kind of a guy. I mean, you've always been the... Uh, down-to-earth roots kind of guy and will always be that way. But, I mean, on some of the shows, like, for example, the show in Newfoundland where there was these three guys, and I think, I'm not sure if two of them were brothers and a cousin or whatever, and on Friday nights or whatever it was, they would get into this little shanty, start drinking the juice, and start playing this music. And then you go in to interview them because it's kind of like a local ritual there. You go in to interview them, and then you join right in with, with them. After and, I drank some of the juice. Yeah, and I'm sitting there just <laughs> killing myself laughing because, hey, I know you, but the best part was the talent of these three guys who just enjoy getting there, playing their uh, – the one guy had a fiddle and a couple of guitars or whatever it was, and there you are with your, with your guitar playing, playing with them. That was uh, – it's that's Canada, and that's – that's what we in in Canada lack so much these days is being proud of our heritage and the and the differences we have across this nation. And but that's we're, what we're learning, Gary. The nice thing to know is that there are more and more Canadians who are proudly addressing the fact that they are Canadians and saying they're Canadians, writing about all things Canadian. Uh, there are groups that are out there and, and individuals that have been doing this forever. Well, that's the program for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. We certainly enjoy coming here. And don't forget, you can hit that subscribe button and help us to expand our subscribers on Big G and Maddie. Just go to the YouTube search, and you can put in Big G Country, and uh, our mugs will pop up on the screen. Also, you can follow us on podcast on the audio version of the program, and that's on iTunes and also on Podbeam under Big G Country, Big G and Maddie Show. And speaking of mugs, Maddie, how about this beautiful 15-ounce mug? You can get 15 ounces in here, some coffee and some Baileys in the morning, and I got to tell you, uh, it's just $20. And Maddie, how do they get one of these? What? How the f*** do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, 
you can you can email email. <laughs> you, you, you sort of caught you sort you sort of caught me off guard there, Biggie. I mean, uh, you can e- email us at Big G at biggcountry.ca. Yeah, look and, at those pretty mugs. And we'll tell you how you can get one of these beautiful mugs. Did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. $20, and you could have a Big G and Maddie mug. That's it for this week, everybody. (laughs) We hope we'll see you soon. Big G and Maddie on Big G Country.